Hi, I'm Trevor Frank Fork, wedding planner extraordinaire, and you're listening to Wedding Confessions, the podcast where I bring back my newlywed couples to talk all about the good, the bad, the pretty, and sometimes the ugly that has to do with planning their weddings. From family drama, to vendors who don't show up, to dresses that break, and food that's served rotten, it's all here, and everyone has something to confess. A couple of weeks ago, I was working an event with one of my lead assistants, Tanya, and I don't even know what we were talking about, but she said to me, what is this, The Trevor Show? And, and I said, no, this is one of our events, and we work as a team, Tanya. It's not The Trevor Show. But it got me thinking. Sure. Uh, okay, pipe down. It got me thinking, wedding confessions, that's the Trevor show. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to ask my two lead assistants to come in and be on the Trevor show and make the episode the Trevor episode. (laughs) So thank you, Tanya, for your great idea. And welcome to my two (laughs) lovely lead assistants to talk all about me. (laughs) Hi, I'm Tanya. I'm the person that actually started this, which now I regret. But um, yeah, actually, we were trying to clear the room for the photograph, and you had to be in the shot. Oh, is that what it was? And I was like, "This isn't the Trevor show." Get out of the shot. That's right. (laughs) I wanted to. I wanted to clear the room so that the photographers (laughs) could get a clear shot of the room. But while he was getting a clear shot, I wanted a picture of me with the whole room. Yes, you're right. Did and and you know what? Why not? I deserve to get a picture with the room. That was a lot of hard work putting that event together. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Katija. I've been working with Trevor for about a year now, uh, so and with Tanya as well. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to what unfolds during the next hour or so. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Tanya, Tanya, yes, Tanya, yes, Tanya, yes. you were brought into my life four years ago. That's amazing. It, it, uh, yeah. Just about four years yeah. ago. Yeah. I've watched you blossom into the incredible wedding planner that you are today. Although, here's the funny thing. When we (laughs) met, we were both assisting somebody else. This was way back in the beginning, uh, before I had my first event with Trevents. And Tanya and I were the team of assistants chosen for another wedding planner. Mm -hmm. Yep. And... She was a nightmare. She was a disaster. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me, but the laughing that you're doing right now is clear that I'm yeah. accurate. She called me on the way to that event saying, I am so sick and I need you to be on your A game tonight. And it made me think like, okay, well, uh, what else would I do? Like, you think I'm just going to show up and like sit in the corner and watch you work? Well, clearly... That's what she did. She sat in the corner sniffling and blowing her nose all night while Tanya and I really worked our butts off. But Tanya, I was watching her the entire night. I actually made it probably total creepy, right? Yeah, creepy. (laughs) But I had had an agenda. I was also looking for assistance that I needed because my season was about to start and I had events booked and I needed a great person to be by my side. So I watched you take control of that wedding because you had more experience than I did. You had been in the industry probably for about four years prior to this and you knew your shit. 
you rocked that wedding and I was just in awe of you. And I don't know if it was that night or if I waited a couple of days, like you're supposed to be like on a date. I waited a couple of days to call you. And, and I just said, I need you. I want you. I want you, Tanya to be I on. Th- I think that night you said, uh, thank God you're here. <laughs> it would have been unbearable, not just unbearable, but the wedding yeah. would have been un- a, a total, uh, it would have fallen apart. And so since then, you've been by my side and you were the first person that I felt comfortable with to send out to weddings when I wasn't available, when I couldn't be there. And to me, that's a big deal. That's like you're representing me and my brand and my incredible reputation. Mm -hmm. And and I was confident that you could do it and you do it. Mm, Good. Good. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Tanya. Okay. <laughs> Katija. Hello. You're new to this team. Mm-hmm. Not so new. You've been around for about a year now. Yep. But you also really impressed me. Thank you. When did we meet? Where did we meet? Um, so we met at a seminar um, last year, beginning of last year. And Tanya was also there. So we started chatting. And yep. uh, you were one of the keynotes or speakers. And really funny, really easy to talk to. And... Um, then later, I found out that you were looking for an assistant. So I was like, oh, I should message him. Not re- to replace Tanya, but to <laughs> add on to the team. Yes. There's no replacing Tanya. Yes. He was looking to grow his team uh, because yeah. there were a lot of weddings that year. So um, mm-hmm. we set up a coffee date and I met you. It was very easy uh, to chat with you, which I thought was a great indication of how your relationship is with clients or your colleagues. And then as we really as you weren't late. As yeah. long as you weren't late. Yeah, Tanya, <laughs> yeah. you were late once at the beginning and you've never been late again. <laughs> yeah, no, we had coffee and then you're like, what was your favorite? What's your favorite movie? And I think I said the wedding planner or and you're like, yep, that's the one. So I think it was, uh, you know, it's been smooth sailing since then. But uh, it was a really easy conversation. And I thought this is someone I'd like to work with. And, on, and from my point of view, it was also a very easy conversation. And that's what I'm looking for when I'm doing these. I don't want to call them interviews because they're not interviews. And, and that's the, the type of... But you still should. Well, that's the type of impression I'm trying to put out there is I'm not... It is an interview, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's supposed to feel like the two of us are buddies and we're going out for coffee right. or having a drink. And I want to see how our personalities mesh because... If you're going to eventually represent me, mm-hmm. I need to know that you've got that right personality that I need to have represent me. I interviewed, I used air quotes there, or had coffee with quite a few people that day. And some people took it very seriously. And like, yeah, okay, it is serious. You mm-hmm. are getting mm-hmm. a job out of it. Right, you are getting right. paid to work with me. And um, you should take it seriously, but they weren't following my lead as a conversation. It was like very business and like, let's be very mm-hmm. serious. And that's not the type of person that I obviously want to align myself work with and work with. And you did not do that. You laughed with me. Mm-hmm. You told jokes. You were funny. You had a personality. Yes. And I think that came from being comfortable. Like it didn't, again, it didn't feel like an interview. It just felt like a conversation mm-hmm. that you're having with a friend that you've been friends with for a long time. Whereas I've only met, I had only met you once before. And I don't even think we chatted at that seminar. It was just me mm-hmm. listening to you and 
Really didn't talk to you after? What a snob. No, I don't think I I don't think no, I chatted. Probably not. Uh, but I don't I usually talk to the common folk after. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, f- I thought it was very comfortable. And yeah. I think making somebody comfortable, especially in a scenario like that, uh, is hard mm-hmm. to do. But I think that really indicated how you are as a person. At weddings, you're sassy, you're funny, you make people feel comfortable. Even if something goes amiss, uh, you still are very calm and collected, which is, again, very important. And that, Mm. I think, helps us as assistants also take lead on that, you know, how to remain calm, how to um, make sure everything goes well and smooth. So I think Mm. you, uh, from when I met you originally to us working our first wedding and all all of last year, uh, it was easy. Like, it didn't feel like, oh, he's my boss. He is your boss. You are our boss, but <laughs> it was a very smooth uh, relationship. That's so weird. Your Have boss. I ever made you feel like I'm your boss, though? Like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like that. But maybe it's because we've known each other longer and we've done, we've done stuff outside of weddings. Like we've hung out and you know we've gone to love Mexico, so we've kind of traveled together and. You, play laser tag <laughs> we have had some fun times yeah. together so we've laughed kind of together doesn't, we've doesn't cried like together but you know what we haven't done together what we've never gone to a movie what movies are my favorite i know i was thinking about that before this podcast oh I'm let's like, change that i'm like that's kind of weird we've never done a movie that is weird <laughs> i love that you mentioned calmness because that's one of the things that i'm looking for when i'm also talking to my the new people that are going to be working with us is i want to see how calm you are when we meet are you hyper are you like freaking out and like shaking and and (laughs) i don't that's not the kind of person i could like talk to for a very long period of time and you especially are a very calm person you have that demeanor in you and so do you tanya you both are extremely chill when we're at the weddings And that is so key for me. And that's why I feel comfortable sending you both out to weddings when I'm not around because I know that you're going to be calm even if something happens. Right. Well, I love, I think having the characteristic and trait of being calm is so important with weddings because we're the ones that everybody looks to. We're the ones that kind of start the emotional journey that these people are going on. We're the ones who kind of lead how the emotions are going to be once you get to that venue. So from the vendors to the couple, to the families, if we're calm, I find that they are calmer. We make them feel comfortable and calm that they can still go about their day. And you two have that in you. And that is so important as wedding planners. I think it's just really fun working with you. I think when vendors are mm-hmm. a little difficult to deal with, you still come off as, oh, I'm funny. Or sometimes it's like, let me get you to do your job. But you don't come off as a demanding uh, planner, which I think is very or important. You, get <laughs> you end up done. doing their job. Mm-hmm. Definitely, the, um, you get things done. The DJ, is- do you remember the DJ who kept disappearing oh. to his car? The one who was doing coke all night? <laughs> Yep. I sure do. Oh. So we worked with a DJ. Do you want to tell the story? No, go ahead. You can tell it. You're we better. worked with a DJ <laughs> that kept leaving 
like would start playing music and would just disappear. Yeah. But this was during dinner, so we needed him to come back to. He was also acting as the MC, so we needed him right. to come back to uh, announce the father-daughter dance or the bridesmaid speech. And we continuously had to look for him. Yeah. Tanya finally realized that he was leaving the building and he was going out to his car. And then mm-hmm. I started putting things together and realizing that every time he come, came back, he was shaking and sweaty and sniffling a lot. Dude yeah. was doing coke in his car oh, between every <laughs> course. And I, I got to a point where I literally had to like hold him by his shoulders and say, get it together, dude. This is a wedding. Like, yeah. Where'd you, you, by the end of the night, reading out the stuff? I was holding the 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 itinerary in his face. I was like kneeling down beside him so so the guests wouldn't see. And I was holding the paper up, pointing at what he needed to read, (laughs) saying, you have to announce this now. Yeah. It was bad. But he got, it was actually, it wasn't funny, but it was funny after. Like these stories are always funny afterwards, but not when they're happening. (laughs) He had to set up a screen and a projector to show a video that the couple had pre-recorded, a music video that they pre-recorded. And uh, the venue didn't have projector and screen, so he had to literally set it up. And he didn't want to set it up at the beginning and just bring it out when it was time, which is what we had suggested. Mm -hmm. He decided to set it up on the dance floor while the guests were watching, which is... uh, I I realize now, this was early on in our our careers here, Mm -hmm. that I probably should have just forced him to set it up beforehand but anyways he had placed the laptop that was attached to the projector on a speaker that was playing the sound right and halfway through the video the bass was so high the the laptop (laughs) fell off the speaker unplugged from the projector and the video stopped showing and Koki McGee was like freaking out <laughs> yeah. and like sweating profusely. Like I, his shirt was drenched. It was gross. Yeah. But I wasn't the only one to notice this. The photographer came out to me and said, oh, you ever worked with a druggie before? <laughs> and I just was like, thank God. Like, cause I thought maybe it was in our head. Like maybe he wasn't yeah. doing, maybe he was going outside to his car to, I don't know, jerk off. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> he was doing. Cry. That was a funny situation yeah, though. That was. Yeah. What's your favorite wedding or event of ours that we worked together? I I think I'd have to say um, basically based on the couple because they were so much fun. Though <laughs> the wedding was supposed to be in one location and it got flooded out. But, you know, just going for the site visit, we had to basically take our shoes and socks off and walk in water. We to walked get through to a flooded island yes. to get to the venue to make sure that we shouldn't have the wedding there. Yeah. Because the island flooded, that was a that was a lot of yeah. fun. You're right, but the couple the couple was fun. Like it, you know who who does sumo wrestling at their wedding? Like oh. you know Zoe and Daniel do. Yeah, so and sunflowers as the as their flowers. The witch sunflowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that was very uh, unique as well. the candy bar in air quotes. Oh, the was weed all gummies. <laughs> What happened with that? So this was a wedding that Tanya was leading and I didn't, I wasn't there until later. Well, they put out a sign. I think they would have been fine because we knew about it. The caterers knew about it, but they put out a sign instructing the guests on how many. These have weed. Well, it said, if you're, if you've never had it before, only take a half. If you're this, you know, if you're uncle Joey, you know, you could do three or whatever, whatever the joke was. So. I think once the venue saw that, they would kibosh the whole thing. 
and took it all away. Which was really unfortunate because I love the fact that you can have weed at weddings now. Yeah. It was, what, it was um, fun. What, what's it like when you, since you're so spoiled now and worked with me so often, what is it like to work with other wedding planners that you assist? Um, it's interesting. I like, I like seeing how other people do things and um, just, uh, you know, sometimes websites and your internet presence is a completely different reality than what really goes on. What do you mean? Um, there was one I was really wanted to work with and I, you know, I, she's been in the industry and I was like, Oh, I really want to work with her. She seems really great. Completely disorganized. Like I was like, what? That's the scary part about social media is that we can put yeah. a persona of ourselves out there that is so unlike what we're actually like. And that's one of the people often ask me why I don't post more pictures of tablescapes or arches with flowers or venues. And I, I say, because that's not what I'm selling. I'm selling the experience that you're going to have with me. So that's why if you go to my Instagram or my Facebook or any of my social media, you'll see pictures of me with my couples. And But isn't that... I thought that was because you're just vain. No? Oh, <laughs> Tanya. Well, that's part of the reason. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because there I've had other people say to me, like, how self-centered are you? Like, how self-involved are you? But those people are the ones that obviously don't get it. They, because they don't know you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really trying... My services are my personality and the experience that you're going to have with me. Yeah, I can group a whole bunch of really amazing people together that will make your wedding look beautiful, but that's that's not what I do. I don't do the beauty. I, right. I, I work with the people and, and recommend the people that are going to make the beauty happen. And so I am pretty sure that my personality comes across on my social media platforms and that what you see is what you get. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. And that's obviously what some people don't understand and what don't do. Because So a friend of mine was telling me the other day, uh, she's a designer mm. and this event designer was telling me that she works with other planners. And one day she said, why did you hire this planner? And the couple said, because have you seen her work? And the designer didn't say anything to this person, but the work was hers. Like right. what the what the planner is posting is a picture of the room and how beautiful it is, and that the designer did. That's what the designer does. So us as wedding planners, we've got the connections to the right people, but we're not doing what's in those pictures. We're mm -hmm. we're we're just coordinating it all, really, right. and organizing the day. So it's really important that wedding planners actually give off the right vibe. And it's interesting that you felt that you wanted to work with somebody based on their online personality right. and their real life personality is completely opposite. Mm -hmm. Isn't that similar to like dating? True. There's a lot True. of people out there that are really good at text messaging. <laughs> and then when you meet them in person, yeah. Wah, this doesn't wah, wah. <laughs> How sad is that? Trevor, uh, why do you think venues dislike wedding planners and where does that notion come from? they're not used to people coming into their venues and working with them. They probably work with a lot of wedding planners that just come in and bark orders and say, this is how we're doing it. And that's not the approach that we should be taking as professionals in this industry, because we need to 
work around their guidelines and their rules. And if there's something that we want to change, it should be a conversation, not, hey, we're doing it my way. And, the, and that's all you, you have no say in this. So I think a lot of them have just been jaded by past experiences, which is probably one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of vendors dislike wedding planners and why we have to work so hard to prove to them that we're the good ones right. that that we work well with as a team because i've heard really bad stories and i've experienced it when i've used to volunteer way back in the beginning with other wedding planners i see it happen i see the the friction that's caused between wedding planner and vendor there's a huge difference between what we do on the day of and what the venue coordinator does yeah. on the day oh, of completely. they but don't do what we do i think their responsibility is with the venue i know they're i mean clients are important for them as well but at the end of the day the venue is their job and their responsibility so i think if something goes wrong on their uh, on their end um i you they can fix their issues but like as a wedding coordinator your main responsibility is keeping the clients happy keeping the day flowing and making sure it's uh, on schedule. Whereas for them, they're, all they're concerned about is food's out on time and their staff are happy. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good distinction from what I've seen. Um, but I do think when brides or grooms or any couple comes to a wedding planner, it's like, oh, I have one, I have an on-site wedding coordinator already. They have to kind of switch how they're thinking. It's not, they're not there for you. They're there for the venue. And there's a lot of times where I have had couples tell me instead of hiring me that the reason they're not hiring me is because they have a venue coordinator and the venue said that it's not necessary to hire somebody else, that they're going to take care of everything. And I've tried sometimes to change their mind and explain the differences between us, but until they experience it, which is the the saddest part is that until they experience it, they won't realize what the actual difference is and the value added to have one of us there. It's right. too late it's at too that late. point. Their They've had their wedding. Yeah. Something happened. Fucked it up. I remember working a wedding where we had a venue coordinator there and they requested that we don't do anything that we allow them to do their job. And that's when I had to say to them, yeah, do your job, but I'm going to do mine too. And we're going to work together to make this wedding happen. And she was so against it that she actually said, fine, you do everything. She got upset. So she went wow. and sat in her office and I actually went and talked to her because this was, this was in front of like the serving staff and other people. And she, she was a little teary eyed. And I said, what's going on? Like that was so unnecessary and kind of yeah. like out of character. We've had very nice conversations leading up to the wedding. She didn't want to work there anymore and was frustrated already oh. with everything that was going on. And she took it out on me and I was just like, well, like, okay, well let's pick up, pick yourself up and you do what you need to do and I'll do what I need to do. And let's make this wedding amazing. Like, uh, fuck off. Like just do your did job. It, did it all turn out? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Except <laughs> I asked her to help us with, some of the things that we had to do. So we had to put down cookies on every station, on was every I, plate. Was I at this wedding? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we had to put cookies down on everybody's plates. We had to put the table numbers out. We had to put uh, place cards down at every plate. And all the while, you were setting up a hot chocolate station. And 
the problem that happened was because this girl was so upset already, she did everything so half-assed. So table uh. numbers were turned the wrong way. So table 12 looked like it was 21 and there was no 21. And mm. the cookies were like half upside down, some of them sideways. Like if you're not going to do it right, then just don't do don't it. Do it. Okay, like sure. fine, just say no, go cry in your fucking office and we'll <laughs> take care of it and do it the right way. We just needed help because we were running out of time Yeah. because that was actually, that was the wedding where I got pulled away because they forgot cups for the hot chocolate station okay. and I had I to go to Walmart and okay. pick up cups. Yeah. So you yeah. were there alone. You were, and there was a lot to do. Yeah. Anyway, so boohoo. She cried a little bit. <laughs> I had to run to the kitchen to boil water every five for minutes. For the hot chocolate station? Didn't have yeah. Yeah. You did a good job. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're lucky you were not that one. Trevor, remember that wedding? The one where the groom was gay and he was marrying a woman? <sighs> no, he was. Oh. Hi, he oh. he was oh. that one. Oh, and it was you know they <laughs> they the venue almost threatened to not have the wedding because there were so much drugs. You yeah. two were working that wedding not together, yeah. <laughs> and when I showed up after yeah. my wedding that I was at, mm-hmm. the groom pulled me into the bathroom. Okay, easy there. What's not what you think? He handed <laughs> me a pill. And he said, come on, man, let's do it together. <laughs> and like, I don't do drugs. Yeah. I was never into hard drugs. Like I smoke weed every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I did that when I was a teenager, but I do not take no. pills from random groups. <laughs> I just, and I was like, no dude, like I'm working, like you enjoy it. Like go have fun. Yeah. And yeah. the party was like, I just, I couldn't believe it, but you had to deal with them a lot more than I did. And yeah. But on the day of, it turned out, like, the stuff leading up to it, we thought, oh, this isn't going to happen. And um, then the little little bit of aftermath after, because they decided to take all the marquee letters to their hotel room. It was so weird. They were so stoned that instead of, like, you know those giant, like, four feet Mm -hmm. marquee letters that say love, or this one had their initials, they, at two o'clock in the morning took those marquee letters back to their hotel room so that when the vendor showed up to pick them up, he had no idea where they went. And we had to get, he had to go to the hotel to pick them up. That's just weird behavior. Like why would they take them with them? I don't know. And each person would have to take one in a cab, I think. Didn't he freak out? Didn't he freak out on somebody that day? On the DJ. He he was, because all he cared about was the party. The groom. The groom, yeah. The the speakers weren't facing the dance floor. The dance floor wasn't centered in the room. Like, just freaking out on the sound guys. He freaked out on the sound guy. Um, Like, yelling at him? Yeah, he was yelling at them. And he did apologize, saying, sorry, you know, we paid a lot of money for this. I want it to be the way it should be. And... um, but, you know, we agreed to move the speakers later on when the party started to, you know, have more of a party atmosphere. But they also had a band. So the speakers were focused on the band because the band was going to play first. Yeah. Then it's going to be turning into a full-on dance uh, dance floor, rager, club, whatever it Total was. Total yeah. Um But um, <laughs> he didn't seem included. to understand that, that the yeah. band was off to the side and then the dance floor was at a slightly different area. Uh, but he was freaking out. He's like, I don't mean to be rude or anything like that. And I just but thought yeah, it was he not were the way to <laughs> approach it. Because it's the way it is. You can move them around. It's not right. set. And that's where it's going to be the whole night. Yeah. Um, actually, that was the same story that I was going to say. That oh. they lost the, you know, mar- you got a call in the morning saying. Two in the morning. Two in the where morning the saying that the, where are the marquee letters. I was like, call and Tanya. Like, 
I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, that's that was one of the crazier <laughs> ones. The same couple, the day memorable. before the day before their wedding, the band hadn't been paid in full yet, and the couple had called me and said do you mind transferring $8,000 to them and we'll transfer that money back to you later on today? We just have so many other payments that have to come out. Huh? <laughs> what? No. I was like, I had to look at my phone to see that I was actually talking to one of my clients. Like, is this for real? That sounds like a scam. No. Look, I want to help as much as I can and I try to help as much as I can, but I'm sorry. Like, first of all, I don't have $8,000 just sitting around waiting to, yeah, <laughs> to, to pay, help you out. To pay your vendors. <laughs> Isn't that a weird request? Yes. You two, I'm so glad that you agreed to play in my little world and join the... The what Trevor did you call show. it, Tanya? The, Tre- the, Trevor, the Trevor, Trevor Show. show. <laughs> and I, I just I just have to, I know this is going to sound so cheesy, but I have to tell you that I really appreciate the two of you and uh, what you do for me and for our clients. And you are incredible people and even more incredible at what you do as wedding planners. Um, you're never allowed to leave me. <laughs> just so you know that. Oh, you're mine now forever. <laughs> So thank you for all that you do. Thank you for putting up with me. Thank you for being available to me. And thank you for just representing me and my business the way that I am so proud to have you represent this business. I couldn't do it without you. So my success is partly because you are part of the team. So thank you. And um, blushing. Thank you so much for listening and please don't forget to subscribe and like and share and tell me any stories that may have happened at one of your weddings that was funny or heartbreaking or anything that you might think would start up a great conversation between us. Bye. 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 Bye.